magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst, spiritual author and spiritual teacher. And I'm Natasha Levenger, energy healer, energy reader, and spiritual coach. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Um, I do just want to start off by saying it was just another bad week in America for, I mean, another police shooting and of a black Devastating. man Devastating. killing. And- I was reading about the... the um, Oh, I don't know. I just read about it for the first time this morning. The little boy, the 13-year-old boy who was shot in uh, Chicago. Yeah. So sad. So and, sad. Yeah. And then there was this another one, a man who was, ta- not tasered, but like maced, just like, and he had done nothing wrong. Oh, yeah. No, I saw just something about that. And then, there, and then the FedEx shooting. Oh yeah. yeah, so it's many shootings. It's yeah, a real it's real, really devastating. <sighs> and I'm, yeah, I mean, it's really important. I think not only that we acknowledge it because we're here and have a microphone, but also like for everybody to acknowledge it and process it and feel it, so that we can work through it. You know? Yeah, because this has got to change. This can't just keep yeah. happening. We have to. We and and ignoring it is not going to help. No, that, no. Um, and <laughs> not to lump him into this, but we I should mention we have John the Scorpion today, who we really love talking to, and we do talk about shadow work with him. And I think that this is like a real example of shadow work. Collective know? shadow work. Collective yeah. shadow work. Yeah, we really need to... <sighs> I, I don't know what the fuck we need to do, honestly, to heal it. But um, certainly acknowledging it is important and not excusing it or, or um, you know, there's been terrible people who have said uh, people. I just I feel they are acting terribly when they say like, oh, but he like trying to give reasons why it might be OK. Oh, gosh. Yeah. No, there's no reason. There's no reason. Um. So that happened. Yeah. <laughs> this week. Um, and if you are new to our podcast, this is when we talk about what happened in the week, usually about ourselves and this affected ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but we pick cards from the week before and then we try to see did that play out for us? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So last week I drew Tap into Primal Power from Cosmic Dancer Oracle and you drew Earth Star Chakra Initiation from Beyond Lemuria, the Beyond Lemuria Oracle. Mm-hmm. So yeah, how does that, did you tap into Earth Energy this week? What did your, your card mean? It was like, I feel like both of our cards were about tapping in to the energy and the power of the earth and channeling that toward creating something, creating what we want to create in the world or like embodying ourselves. It was like real earth element energy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, as listeners of the pod will know, I'm in week four of a somatic healing class, which is all focused on the body, being aware of where am I holding in my body? What's the sensation and feeling in it? And I've been really de-thawing, like noticing how I've been in freeze. And 
it was actually, I didn't put these two things together, but last week, um, Brett and I had a day to ourselves, which we, it's so rare, um, because of the kids. And, um, Usually when we have the state to ourselves, I spend most of it worried that we aren't using it right well Aww. enough. <laughs> like we only have this amount of time and it's not what, oh God, we shouldn't oh, be just Oh, that's like do- the holiday problem. That reminds me of yes. how I feel on holidays. Okay. <laughs> so that, see, the thing about holidays for me is that we get a whole, we get so much time into it. So it's like the actual day almost doesn't matter because I've built so much time around it. Um, but with this, it's like truly only 24 hours, sometimes uh, less. And then I'm like, oh, my God, we're just going to the store. This is <laughs> the best use of our time. Oh, oh, no. Yeah. But this time I was like, I don't even I just had this made this decision. I was like, I'm just going to enjoy whatever happens. Uh, and we yes. had the best day, like uh. the best day. But then. <laughs> oh, no, there's more. <laughs> There's more. <laughs> At the end, we had such a great day that by the end, like we we broke out into this. He started singing Family Ties theme song that show Family Ties with Michael I J. Fox. I remember that. What was the theme song? Something about about us. Well, excuse me. Well, I bet we've been together for a million years. Yeah, yeah. Okay, right. So we used to sing that to our kids. That, that was like their lullaby. <laughs> so that and the Silver Spoons theme song. But anyway, so we started, he started singing it and then I sang the harmony. It just like came to me perfectly and we sang the whole song together. Aww. And then when we were done, I was like, oh my God, you're probably going to die later <laughs> like today. I was like, this has been such a great day. That probably oh. just means you're going to die. Oh no. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm always worried he's going to die anyway. That's my biggest fear, I think. Oh, yeah. Because he's so great. And I'm like, I don't want him to die. But then this time, the long, it's a very long way to get here. But what I realized was that as I let go in my body and allow myself to really be here and be present in these moments, the fear then that comes up is... It, the other shoe's going to drop. It's all going to go away. He's oh, right. He's going to die. That the upper limit gonna... problem. Yes. It's yeah, all going to. It's Gay Hendrix uses that term. Just so that, I guess that it. would be my upper limit. Yeah. I didn't think of it that way. Yeah. But I thought of it as that's why I've been holding part. Well, I've been holding because of out of fear growing up. Da, 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 da. But then now the next step is holding I can't really allow myself to feel all this because then what if it goes away I'll feel Mm. so sad he didn't die spoiler alert well he will though (laughs) I mean that (laughs) one day because that's I I mean I have that with Ted where um I have the awareness that Mm -hmm. he's gonna die yeah but could happen at any moment we may die first we may die first that's the whole right well, yeah, but I mean, then I feel like that will be so sad for Ted. I mean, I, but that feeling though for me is often a reminder of the beauty of life. Like, let's, yeah. let's really, and I, I think, I think that started from having my family have a funeral chapel that it was just like, mm-hmm. be, okay, you're gonna be aware. 
that <laughs> anybody oh. you know could die at any time. Yes. Like, not yes. And from the age of four, you know. <laughs> like yes. it's not, So I think that it. I over time learned even as a child like, okay, yeah, no, that's definitely happening. So you just have to figure Tess. out how to be present yeah. with it. Tess, you know that I'm very aware of death. I had yeah. my own slew. I used to I read know. the obituaries at age nine and keep a group of friends that died. Yeah, no, I'm very aware of death and I'm always aware of my own death and I feel fine about my own death. But it's yeah. his particular, like him dying before me, I don't, the, the that's the thing that gets me. It is, I know. So, but, but I still, yeah, that is scary. So I hope you can go into the joy of it though because I do feel like it does propel me into joy to be like but I get to be here with him now you know like in yeah. this moment he's not dead right it's he's not dead. <laughs> yeah not <laughs> you yet. well I was in the joy that was the problem I was in the joy and it took me out of the joy I was oh, when we sang that family yeah. times theme song in <laughs> harmony I was like it's not gonna get better than this <laughs> this is the um, ultimate joy <laughs> so but yeah, no, obviously, I know that's the part I need to work on. That's my pain point. So that's the part that I'm going to like embrace and uh, be like, okay, here. Is that, that's what oh, they yeah. call, that's what Luis Mojica calls it, the pain point? He doesn't call oh. it that. Eckhart Tolle calls it that, oh. actually. Some people call him Toll, Eckhart Tolle. But yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, anyway. I've heard um, both. Tolly yeah. and Tolle. Oh, <laughs> or Toll? So he's, I've heard tole. two people lately call him Toll. I say Tolle. I don't know. Hey, I've said Tolly for so long it doesn't sound oh, like Oh, you said Tolly. Anyway, that was my <laughs> – so that is what I'm working on in conclusion is – yeah, just like enjoying it and being in that if the pain comes up, giving my inner child like assurance. It's okay. Like I'm here now. I'll You'll be able to handle anything, you know. Yeah, and being present with all of it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I definitely feel like ever since you and I had the reading and you did the energy clearing oh for gosh. me, I've been really way more comfortable in my body. Like wow. I have felt more like – my body, the physical world, like they're in harmony, like just kind of being like dancing with this physical reality in a yeah. more harmonious way where it doesn't feel like, what is this life? <laughs> Why am I in this body? Like it used to yeah. feel more like that. Yeah. So that's been fun. And oh, great. Yeah. And I did a, a the Good Vibe Tribe meditation and web chat was on connecting with the power of the earth this week nice. and I did a meditation you know I, I led a meditation and it was really interesting like I tapped into this current of wisdom or information about earth energy and it was Ooh, that what was it? well it was it was a reminder that the earth energy is all the colors, all the elements, all it's like it's like a rainbow of um, of senses and not yeah. just so like when we think about the five elements or the four elements, earth, air, fire, water and and or spirit. Often, I think because one of those is called earth, like we think of that element as the earth. Like oh, the, separate from the yeah, whole Yeah, like the whole thing. globe. Yeah, when right. really that's it, all five of the elements are the planet. And like yeah. if you see the planet from space, it's blue and white. It's not brown and orange, right. and, you know? 
So it was like, oh, there's way more to earth energy than just like mm, I love dirt. <laughs> yeah. Which I mean, I, it's not that I didn't know that, but it was just like this really strong reminder. Like, yes, the earth element is dirt and rocks and caves, but like the earth, the planet earth and the earth energy is all the colors. It's air, it's fire, it's water, it's the... Um, atmosphere above the dirt it's you know it was really interesting it's like rainbow energy oh I love that I really like that because it's like a visceral feeling of just that kind of like we're all one and the earth is all one with all the elements you know like we're all one with each other and the earth is part of that right and then our experience of being in a physical body it's not just like like oh, we're, we're like the dirt we're like rocks it's like no you're all of it you're breathing your, your water, water your spirit yeah and yeah. that's all connected to the earth too ah uh, i love that um okay well shall we talk about other <laughs> yes so now <laughs> we're just really talented at segues yeah so now <laughs> So now let's talk about my pendulum class. So um, I am teaching a class on Zoom called How to Master the Pendulum, and that is going to be April 29th or 30th. Is it the 29th? Mm -hmm. I remember. It's the 29th. Mm -hmm. And um, if you can't make it live, then I can send it to you afterwards. But uh, I'm going to teach how to use, how to get started with the pendulum, what to use it for, when you can trust it, when you can't really trust it, what it feels like when you start to get the hang of it, just really like all the stuff I know about the pendulum. And it's going to be interactive. So if you have questions, you can ask them. So you can learn about that at TessWhitehurst.com and then just click on shop and then you'll see it. Great. And if you would like to support the podcast, you can also support yourself and get a goddess provisions box, which has so, I feel like it's just getting better and better. They have like um, five to seven full size items in there. There's like stained glass, sometimes crystals, incense holders, um, uh, you know, just really Oracle decks. All the stuff you you would want to get as a gift. That's right. And it's like you get it every month and it's so exciting when it comes So if you get it from our website or our Instagram page, then we get a small commish. I was going to make that joke again about that show from the 80s, but I won't do it. And remember that the commish is going to show up at your house. You don't remember yeah, when we talked about that? Yeah, and I still don't. You I feel still, like you never I remember you commi- saying that, but I don't know <laughs> what that is. So. You're not going to get a tiny Michael Chiklis. He was the star of the commish. Oh, okay. You're going to, we are getting out of commission. <laughs> anyway, we would appreciate it. And you will also support um, trees because they plant a tree for every box sold. They are vegan and cruelty free and we just really appreciate it. So you can do that at our website, magicmondaypodcast.com. Another way you can support the show is by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. We so appreciate it. Um, you can just or wherever you listen to podcasts. But I don't think Spotify lets you do one. So um, if you can do it on Apple, that'd be real great. It helps people find us and we appreciate it. If you would like to call us and leave and ask us a question, we love it. 
And that number is 828-333-7181. No, 828-333-7181. Or you can just ask us on magicmondaypodcast.com. There's a little ask a question thing. I do want to say um, people sometimes leave us messages on our, in our DM. They slide into our DMs on Instagram. And I think you never check it. And I sometimes remember like, oh, shoot, I should check that. And there's questions and I'm like, oh, this was like three weeks ago. So yeah, that's, that's not, not the, the best, best way. <laughs> we don't mean to be rude. We just never check there. So those other or even emailing us at magicmondaypodcast.com. No. Yeah. At Gmail. Thank you. At Gmail is even a good way. Um, do you have John the Scorpio's bio? Mm, Great. Yes. Okay, we're so excited. I I mean, we love talking to him. He's like just so spiritual and like evolved and it was really a beautiful conversation. So, here's his bio. John the Scorpio is a smooth, passionate musician influenced by G-Funk music and underground West Coast hip-hop and R&B. Peace, love, and power to the subconscious community and the indigos. All right. We are so excited to be here with John the Scorpio and... um, I said I said this a little bit when I was talking about it last week, but really I wanted to have you on. We wanted to have you on, John, because I saw you on um, your brother was the Bachelor, which Tess I don't think has ever seen. So. I just saw the part <laughs> that you were on. I didn't even watch the whole episode. <laughs> uh, but um, but um, you were being interviewed, and you were just so yourself, and like we have talked about this. Um, before we have a, this great guy, Luis Mujica on who talks about the threat responses. And one of them is fawning, which is when you um, try to please other people in order to make yourself feel better. And you just had none of that. You were just like, I don't really care what anybody thinks of me. <laughs> I mean, you oh, even this- said that you actually yeah. even said those words, <laughs> which is so impressive to me, having been on a show where lots of people suddenly are having an opinion about you and your family. And it was just, yeah, it's just very inspiring to us. Yeah. So we wanted to know, how did this happen? <laughs> yeah, let, that's a like, good place to start. How did you yeah. get this way? Is this like <laughs> Have you always been you... this way? Yeah. Did you cultivate it? Like... it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What you guys seen was just my natural personality. Uh, I wasn't trying to put on any type of uh, persona for anybody. So um, I just uh, I, I appreciate that you guys appreciate my personality, but that was just me being me. So like your whole life, like when you were in school and stuff, did you not really care if people, what they thought of you? I've always kind of been like the black sheep of the family. Oh. And um, so my whole life, I've kind of like had people kind of like not agree with my actions and my ideas and my thought processes and what so forth so just after experiencing that for so long you just don't care you know oh interesting it does seem scorpio like too like i remember seeing a meme that was like if fake smiling is involved i don't 
I'm, I don't know. I don't want to do it or <laughs> that's not what the meme was, <laughs> but it was something yeah. like that. Like Scorpios really, do not like fake smiling. Well, I just never really cared to appease anybody like that, except like, of course, like if I'm having a project or like a, like if I'm doing art or making music or something like that. But like, other than that, like, I really don't care too much about other people's negative opinions about me, unless it's positive, you know? Oh yeah. That's really That's inspiring. Scary. So you are the black sheep, like in your own family? Is that what yeah, you like? I would say that. So was it because I was the black sheep in my family and I did not end up like you. <laughs> I felt my response was the opposite was like, Oh, I'm just like trying to get, I mean, for a while, not anymore, but like, I just wanted people to, it made me the opposite way actually. But I guess you're saying like after time, you just sort of was like letting go. Really, of that. Yeah. I just don't really care for trying to seek other people's approval because if I cared about what everybody thought about me or let everybody's comment or whatever get to me then i'd be in pretty bad shape yeah well i love it it inspires me yeah me too so um so you are into the occult sciences so tell us about that how did you get into them well it's it's been a long journey and spiritual process for me um i grew up in the church you know my mom, you know, was taking me and my brother to like the youth studies and all that stuff, you know, so yeah, I reached a certain point in my life where, you know, I started thinking for my own self. And then once I started doing that, it just kind of was like going down the rabbit hole, you know? Mm, what uh, did you oh, I know. <laughs> oh, we know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> Yeah, so it went from, uh, you know, I, I could take hours to, you know, talk about this journey, but I really, I know, you know, we, we don't have all that time. So I'll just kind of like give you like it in a nutshell. Yeah. So like I went from Christianity to Islam and then from Islam, I just realized that religion really wasn't for me, you know, because mm-hmm. it, it, it reminded me of the other religion that I was practicing too mm-hmm. so then I turned from that to spirituality well really metaphysics and then from metaphysics I got into like knowing myself knowledge of myself you know studying listening to different lecturers like Bobby Hammett brother panic just to name a few hmm. do you know them I don't know them Who are, I also they? started getting into astrology and then mm-hmm. like that's just been my my love really like I've really been into astrology just trying to learn more and more pick it and picking it up as I go Mm -hmm. there's a lot to it you know and um I have a lot more I want to learn and stuff uh I've been following this guy named Ra'aku too by the way put his name out there he's he's a he's like an advanced astrologist like uh astrophysicist oh cool how do you spell his name R A space A K U H. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's um, just kind of been like a like an evolve evolution of uh, my spiritual journey. Like that's kind of like how I would describe it. 
So what is your moon sign and your rising sign? Yeah, that's important. My moon is in Cancer and oh. my rising sign is Sagittarius. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm Very a double watery water. and deep. Yeah. A lot of water in my chart, a lot of Capricorn in my chart. Oh, a lot of Capricorn. Yeah. Um, I have a first house stellium. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, that I, means that a lot of planets are in that. Yeah, like three or more planets. More. Yeah, in one yeah. sign. <laughs> yeah. Um, so but you have you a guys? bunch of Scorpios. Your, oh, we'll answer. signs. Uh, go ahead. Well, so, I just want to. Does that mean that you have? Oh, wait, you have a bunch of stuff in Sagittarius. Then, if if you have a stellium in the first house, right? Did you say you were Sag rising? I'm a Sag rising. So I have Sagittarius in the first house, but when, when I say I have a stellium, I mean, I have Venus in the first house, Saturn in the first house, Uranus in the first house, and I have Neptune in the first Whoa. house. Whoa, and that's all in Sag then, right? Um, it, it I, is, I, in, no, they're in, I'm confused. Say that I one more time. Might, I think they might all be in Sag because, well, at least the way I do it, I do a whole sign chart way of looking at it where that each house only has one sign in it. So if you did it the way I do it, that's what that, but maybe it, you did it a different way. Oh, true. But, um, I should my, have sent you guys my birth chart. Before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Maybe, yeah. It's not too late. You can send it after. I would like <laughs> right. to look at it. <laughs> um, my moon is in Libra and um, I'm rising Pisces. And okay. sun is her son is Aquarius. Oh, yeah. And right. my son is Virgo and my moon is Sagittarius and my rising is Capricorn. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah she had there's some matches going on there mm -hmm. with the cap and sad um so when you how do how does your family feel about or your journey into this world Are my they, spiritual uh, path that i yeah. took yeah um you know of course i bring it up to them uh periodically you know if i feel inspired to share something but i try not to Oh, yeah. uh, force my beliefs or ideas on them because I don't like when they do that to me. I don't yeah. like when they bombard me with Bible verses or right. give me uh, like uh, Sunday lectures from church or something. You know, I don't like that. So yeah. I try not to do that to them, you know. That's very respectful. That's good. Yeah, yeah, I had, I was also raised Christian at least my mom. So my mom and my dad were divorced when I was four and my dad was Catholic, but he didn't really, really go. It wasn't a real big thing, but my mom went, started going to Baptist church. And then, and then there was a real like scary thing with, with Satan. <laughs> like oh, wow. as a child, I was really terrified. The way my mom talked about Satan to me was wow. a nightmare. Like I was <laughs> so scared of being possessed. I to this day sometimes have nightmares oh, no. about Satan and possession. Did you have any of that, any of that like fear stuff with Christianity? Um, not really. Um, I, I, realized, I realized once, like once I started studying and, uh, you know, reading and doing research, um, 
you know, I started to get a more clear understanding for words and what they mean, because words are like spells, you know, <clears throat> you hear yeah. words and it draw it, it brings up certain emotions in your mind or something like that, you know. So I'm really started to pay attention to words and what they meant. And, you know, to me, from my research, Satan, all it means is uh, uh, the, like an opposer, some, something is opposite of what you believe, you know. Mm. So. Yeah. Like, for example, uh, if you like blueberries and I come over to your house and I tell you, no, you can't eat blueberries. And I could be like the Satan blueberry, please. <laughs> you know, or something like that. It just means like, yeah, no, I like, like that. you know, yeah, it's, yeah, it like takes it's interesting you say words of power because it kind of takes the power out of that word when you look at it that way. Yeah, I, I also deprogrammed myself, but not till I was like 25 or 26. And it was, I've, I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before, but it was listening, three things, listening to the entire Bible on CD. <laughs> and then, and it was just a book. It was like a violent, crappy book that I got really tired of listening to. There were good parts. Um, and then um, reading Joseph Campbell, the hero with a thousand faces and reading uh, Cosmos by Carl Sagan and those three things together, like at the same time, oh, wow! just like helped it. I already wasn't Christian, but I still had the fear. And then mm. by those three things together, I like, was like, oh, you know what? That's not real. Like that is mm. a delusion. That whole fear of being possessed of going to hell. Like, mm -hmm. it's just not something I have to keep buying into anymore. I finally had that. And it was such a great feeling. Yeah, that's good. How old were you when you left the church, basically? I stopped regularly going to church, I would say, like, um, towards, like, the late part of high school. Okay. So that was a long time. Like, I was probably, like, 17 or so when I stopped regularly going, when I made the decision to stop going. Yeah. It was my choice. Yeah. So um, other than astrology, do you have any forms of divination that you use? Sometimes, yeah. Um, I like to sit by water. You know, mm. like I said, I'm a, I'm a water sign. And yeah. I just, it's something about water that helps me relax, helps me tap in, uh, helps me meditate, just a whole lot of different things. So I just like using water a lot of the time for divination, whether it be scrying, whether it be trying to get a message mm. or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. I love that because I feel like sometimes people can, it can feel very complicated. Like, how am I going to get, like a lot of times people ask us, or maybe it's just me about like, how do I get in touch with my guides? I want to hear my guides. I want to, you know, and it's actually so much more simple when we get in our brains that way, then we can block the connection. But something as simple as knowing what you're already drawn to, like, I already feel at home with water. So if I go to water, I'm going to hear the information I need to yeah. hear. Right. Just know your element and what works best for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that reminds me of uh, sometimes I'll take a walk when I'm like, 
I want, I need insight, I need guidance or ideas or something, then I know that if I just take a walk outside in nature, then you're I'll know what it. I need to know. Well, I love that because you're very earthy yeah, and like, and you're watery and I'm very airy. And like, so for me hearing my gut, it's like, I just hear my guides <laughs> because yeah. I'm already like in the air. Yeah, yeah. I'm already in the air with yeah. them. I love that. I wonder what a fire person would do. Maybe sit around fire. Or dance, maybe? (laughs) Yeah, or dance at flames. Or dance. Or dance, yeah. Yeah, Dancing is like fire. It's like a flame movement, so yeah. 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 And I do think you have a lot of fire, John, if if you really have all those first house stuff. That means- And the Sag rising, too. Yeah, that's what I mean. This, it would all be in Sag- Anyway, I'll stop harping on that. I can't wait <laughs> to get your astrology chart. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna send that y'all's way. Yeah. I got you. Um, so did you ever try any kind of meditating or anything like that to um yeah, to was that ever any part of your path? Of course, I meditate all the time. Oh, you do? Yeah, I can meditate listening to music I can meditate mm-hmm. sitting, in, sitting in nature like there's mm-hmm. all different ways that I can meditate and that I do meditate mm-hmm. so to ground, how to ground the, myself yeah to ground yourself right um does that <clears throat> does that look like just like you were talking about with water like connecting to the water or is it more like formal like watching your thoughts kind of thing I'm going to be honest with you. The best form of meditation for me is just to find a quiet place. Like, like for example, like right here where I'm at right now, you hear the bird, you hear the birds chirping yeah. in the background? Yeah. Yeah. There's all types of nature, beauty to just sit here and look at and just to, you know, take you to the point where you're trying to get to, whatever, yeah. wherever that may be. But yeah, I love sitting out here in, in this beautiful area. Yeah. I feel like so much about you is really (laughs) inspiring in terms of like, it's so much more simple than we make it. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, again, it's like meditating. You can just sit in nature and meditate. It's like, and if you don't want to care about what other people think, you just let go of it and you tune to yourself. (laughs) Yeah. It's very simple. Yeah. it. I think we do make it so much more complicated you probably don't have a lot of air signs because it is harder for air signs to do that yeah especially gemini i really don't have a lot of associates that are air signs or have a lot of air in their chart because no offense to them you know they have to to you guys (laughs) but like uh they just kind of get on my nerves you know (laughs) you mean because of all the like worrying and yeah, like uh, they have no, and I'm, I don't like speaking generally, but yeah. just like from my experience, like yeah. we'll be just chilling like this, you know, and um, it's just the fact of me not saying anything and just being so chill bothers them. It makes, ah. them, feel un- it makes them feel uncomfortable. And it's like, wow, like if that's the case and I can't be around you. And like I said, that's no, no offense, but it's just, that's what I seem to notice when I'm around a lot of people that have like heavy air, like yes. air, air, moon, air rising, air sun, whatever the case, but like yeah. heavy air in their chart. Mm-hmm. Then maybe let's just say 
less evolved air. Yeah, I don't because... think that Natasha would annoy you. <laughs> just, it's just my guess. I'm fine with quiet. <laughs> I prefer quiet, especially if you're with somebody that you're comfortable being quiet with. I don't like a lot of, you know, chatter either. I think it's a lot of times that can be anxious energy. And when it is in the form of air, it's like nervous not talking. Yeah. And nervous being, talking makes me uncomfortable too. Yeah. It gets me very anxious. Yeah. I've always and, thought that there's yeah. sometimes like the, the most important things said are the stuff is the stuff that's not said sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's the liminal spaces and maybe that's the Pisces. I have Pisces in the first house. So that is, you know, um, that's all about liminal spaces and just like being in what's in between. Right. Um, so can you talk to us a little bit about your music, like how you got into it and are you doing it? Yeah. Um, I started making music around 2014. And really what motivated me to start making music was listening to a certain artist on the radio and just being disgusted. And like, oh, wow. <laughs> just being like, I could do better than that. Like, I could do a lot better than that. And people deserve to hear better than that. Oh, and wow. then, so I just started messing around and, you know, as time goes on and you stay dedicated to your craft, you get better and better. And, uh, Hey, how's it going? <laughs> so you just start getting better with it. And, uh, over time, you know, I just developed the joy and love for it. That's great. So is that what like your main focus is now? It's one of them. It's not like my main main focus, but, oh, okay. uh, like when I do music, it's kind of like, I, have to be motivated or feel inspired to do it like you know it's not like I have a schedule sit down period where I, like I'm gonna do music this day this day this day it's like I feel inspired so I start writing and I listen to the I beats see. and that's kind of how it goes I see so that seems like how you live your life in general just listening to the inspiration if it happens you follow it taking life day by day yeah, that's really it's real. It seems like you're really balanced with all that Capricorn because my Capricorn rising is not like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like makes me want to, you know, sit down and write every single day and structure. Yeah. And also right. do all the things like that's what I've been realizing that lately since I've been like tuning into my relationship with caffeine my relationship with caffeine is connected to that Capricorn desire to get everything done. Like nothing uh, yeah. there. Like it just really bothers me if like, I don't get all the things on my list done. So anyway, I'm just saying, sounds like your Capricorn is pretty balanced. Have you ever had any of that? Or it's just like the yeah. urge to want to like structure yeah. whatever I got. Of course, like it's for me, it's just like time and a place for everything. Like, you know, if I, if I, if I got a vacation or something that I have to structure, right. Or if I have to accommodate people to do something, whatever the case may be, I'm going to structure my day or something accordingly. But like, 
typically if I don't have anything specifically going on, then I kind of like to just live in the moment and not get too wrapped up on the details and kind of go with the flow of things, you know? This really reminds me of the temperance card in the tarot. Like, I just... mean, I'm not sure he's not enlightened. <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> it's like all those energies in your chart. And I mean, whatever else you've been doing, like it just seems like there's a mix of really, it's like it's like temperance card, like that uh, yeah. fine tuning of energy being in the flow of, you know, just things yeah. being really calibrated and harmonious. Is there yeah. anywhere in your life that you like, do you do shadow work at all? I've done. Yes. That's, and that's why my chakras are all open in a line because I took the time to do that and it wasn't easy. No, I've, I've been through, right. I've been through a lot of pain and hurt and um, challenging situations and yeah. face, face my demons, you know, sat down and looked them in the mirror and, you know, embraced wow. it. And yeah. that's yeah. what led me to this point where I can, you know, be comfortable in my own skin and, mm. you know, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. I think that people who have had Good question a lot of- too, by the way. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah. People who have had a lot of challenges are often drawn to the the magical spiritual path or the metaphysical spiritual path. And I do think there are two ways you can go. Like you can do the spiritual bypassing where you're like, oh, I'm just dwelling in love and light and, you know, looking at my crystals and not letting any negativity affect me. Or you can like really go into the shadow and look and feel the pain and, and then you can experience freedom and joy because of that. Well, Scorpio is a sign of oh, right. doing that. Going really. into like the based... depths. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, it's kind of natural for me. Yeah. 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 I mean, we've done shadow work, but haven't quite gotten to your point of <laughs> <laughs> equilibrium. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, shadow work is like a daily yeah, thing. Ongoing. Uh, yeah, ongoing. How, what do you do um, to do that? Like, how do you, do you have a process? Um, it's more so when I say shadow work, I'm talking about specifically like, let's say, for example, you were abused sexually or something like that. Coming to terms with those feelings. Right. And accepting them forgiving whatever, <clears throat> whoever was involved, whatever the case may be, and then moving forward and then not using that situation to uh, affect other people in the future and, right. and stuff like that. that that's yeah. just an example of mm -hmm. something like I'm saying, like just coming to terms with your insecurities and imperfections and flaws and whatnot. Yeah. That's, That's what, what I mean too. I mean, yeah. I was sexually abused when I was a kid and it, it, for me, that one is layers. Like, it's like, I go through something with it and then I go through another thing with it. And then I realize another thing about it. <laughs> it's just like being present with it in an ongoing way. And I recently have had to realize, like, I just need to be patient with not needing to have it all all figured yeah. out or all fixed yeah it just might I just need to be open to that there might there might be things that are just always painful too you know yeah. 
Right. And that you just have to feel them and allow them to be there. Yeah. So then shadow work becomes a process of being with that, like con- consistently. Yeah. And being aware. I mean, I'm sure, especially as a black man in America, there's lots of shadow stuff that comes up right. all the time. <laughs> I mean, I can't even imagine. Obviously. Another thing I want to add to is when you are on your shit and you're really doing the work and living to your highest potential and really tapped into your fullest spiritual potential, like you'll notice that a lot of people will fall out of your life. And I've noticed that a lot of friends, people that us old associates, even family members, and that's tough. But you know, one thing for me is I'm a life path number one. So like, I don't mind being by myself or mm-hmm. just dealing with my own individual um, problems and situations. Like, I heal myself by being by myself. So I just wanted to add that out there because that's something that I dealt with. I don't know if you guys dealt with that. But oh, yeah. We, we it's like a separation. Have. Yeah. Especially Definitely. with the um, the shift that just happened with the uh, the saturn and jupiter conjunction mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that was like the third dimension getting ripped into the fifth dimension you know and mm. it just caused a huge shift and i i see it you know i see it so a lot of people fell out of your life when that happened for sure yeah uh, what i've noticed is then it leaves the energy open for the right people to come in mm-hmm. or the people that are matching where you are now have you noticed that? Of course. Like, I feel yeah. like uh, in life, a lot of the times when certain doors close, other ones will open. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And we need the, it's so painful in the moment when that happens. And that does often happen with Saturn transits. Um, right. But, but um, yeah, it's always for this opening so that the right people, the right events can come in and match your highest, you know, your highest good. And right. your, the way you regard yourself and treat yourself to yeah, like people sure. who treat you that way yeah. come into your life. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, John, for being here. We really appreciate it. I mean, I really do feel like you're um, just a great example. Of like, <laughs> totally. a, it's like a little Buddha nature. I mean, and what I really love that you got here through doing shadow work and through looking at your stuff. And it's not just like, I'm just not going to let things bother me, but, but no, like doing the work, it happens. Yeah. Okay. Where, are... oh, oh sorry. Ahead. I was just going to ask you, where can people find you? Uh, they could find me on Instagram and you just type in John the Scorpio. You can find me on Facebook, John the Scorpio. And my Snapchat is John the Scorpio seven. And can, where can they hear your mute? Can they hear you on and then, SoundCloud? Yeah, of course, you, they can hear my music on SoundCloud and then my music videos on YouTube and you just type in okay. John the Scorpio. Okay, great. Thanks. Yeah, right. Well, thanks so, for having yeah. me. I really appreciate you guys yeah you too thank you okay well that was fun right it it was great i loved it um all right well now it's time for 
the energy report. Okay. Sounds great. <laughs> Thank you. You know, someday we should show a clip of Practical Magic. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not this week, though. Why not? Because I'm not recording right now. Oh, I totally forgot. That's a good reason. Okay, so the energy report is the trend that I see in the energy for the week ahead, influenced also by my clients from the past week. Obviously, I don't give out any personal information, feel like the need to say that, Um, but that and the astrology of, and just what I'm tuning into, basically. Um, So it's been really interesting. It's you know, it's often just like the same theme, but it was so much the same theme this week that, and I was feeling into it, it really goes into the week ahead for what will be helpful. So essentially a lot of people are clearing out, I think I might've said this last week, toxic relationships, basically relationships that aren't serving them. Um, kind of like, what John Scorpio was saying oh, yeah. in terms of when you yeah do shadow work and you are on your highest path, you will clear people out. Um, but sometimes we will still have old um, pictures or beliefs that keep them hanging around in our space, even if we have said, okay, goodbye, you're not so great for me. It can feel a little muddy if we have um, old you know, still pictures. Like for instance, for me, a lot of times it's responsibility pictures. So if I'm having a hard time, um, clearing someone out, it's because of that. Like, I feel bad. I feel responsible. I feel like I should be nicer or whatever, Mm. quote unquote, nicer. Um, so that's just me personally. And I can't on the, I've been actually thinking about doing a Patreon lately, And I was thinking that if I did, I would like extend the energy report so I could give more further in-depth stuff because I can't really go into all of that here in terms of how you can do that. But what I can say you can do that I have noticed is a lot of it is pastime energy because it's like you're hanging on to just old pictures and beliefs of yourself from the past and the relationship from the past. And so like... Um, what's really good to clear that out is to just do a chakra clear out. For instance, today I did a chakra clear out and I noticed how much pastime energy was in my chakras. I I haven't done like an actual chakra clear out in a while because I usually do the Merkaba or reprogramming stuff. Um, and that made me think about other people and I was like, oh yeah, I, that's a common link. People are, their energy is still a little bit because it was linked with these people in past time. All right. So um, one thing that you can do is, like I said, just do a basic chakra clean clean out. You don't even have to know like, oh, oh, I can tell my first chakra is in the past. There's past time energy that you don't even have to know. Just by doing the clear out, it'll clear it out. Oh, right. Um, yeah. You don't have to know all the stuff you're clearing out. Exactly. Yeah. It'll just go out. Um, so I know you have one on your site. I have one on my email. Uh, if you sign up for my email list, you get a chakra meditation. Um, that's a really good way to um, get you in present time. I think, didn't also John Scorpio say something about that? Like his chakras were really cleared out because he did shadow work. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. There's so many ways to... Um, 
Yeah, by looking at that old stuff, you can your chakras naturally will clear it out. But if you need a little boost, it's also good to do that. Another thing to do is just basic, you know, energy hygiene of calling your energy back to you, filling up with light. You have a grounding cord that attaches from the base of your spine, goes to the bottom of the earth, just like clearing that energy out into the earth, which will recycle it. Um, yeah, filling up with light. And also when you hook that grounding cord to the earth, say hello to present time. It's really nice to say like hello to present time in the city you're in. It just affirms like hello to earth energy, the energy of the earth that gets you like where you are in present time. And then whatever you need to work on will come up naturally. Mm -hmm. So you'll know if you have feelings coming up, be kind to yourself, feel them, put, you know, this is the shadow work stuff, putting them in your heart, being compassionate to yourself. Um, that will come up naturally, but you can't really do that if you're in past time energy. So, oh, I just do want to say one more thing you could do. I know I'm saying a lot, but it's just imagine your contract with them, your energy contract. Just, you don't have to see it. Just have a feeling, oh, my energy contract and just see it just or feel it or however in present time. Um, you can sign it and then just give it up to the light. So that's it. That's Great. all the way. Yeah. Okay. Good info. Thanks. Okay. So now it's time for practical magic. So we are, Taurus season starts today, Monday, and um, the full moon is a week from today or mm -hmm. Tuesday, depending on where you are in the world. It's mm -hmm. full moon in Scorpio. So um, how, how, what timing with John the Scorpio? Right. <laughs> yeah. So energy is building this week and like momentum. And it's also we're entering into an earthy, solid, like time of starting. Mm. Like Taurus is really good for starting things because mm. it has – like it helps you to ground them in the physical world. It helps you to commit to them for the long haul. Mm -hmm. So um, so physical world stuff this week, like really creating harmony in with you, like kind of what I was talking about that I've been experiencing, like coming into harmony with earth energy and with being a physical being mm. at on earth right now and creating what you want to create by taking steps in the physical world taking care of your body is an example mm. of how you can work with this energy like really tuning Great. into it and taking care of yourself and your space and um and it's a powerful time for spell work. So if you want to do uh, magic this week, like Thursday would be a great time for a money spell. Mm. And Tuesday, the moon is in Leo, self-love magic or success magic. You have a lot of spells on your website. So if people are like, mm -hmm. where do I find a money spell? They can go to TessWhiteHurst.com. Oh, thank you for the plug. <laughs> yeah, you definitely, you can use the search feature or you could go to the spells and rituals in the blog and look for a spell but yeah so self-love success stuff self-love and or success magic on tuesday money magic on thursday um yeah and you could even do like the moons in virgo on friday you could do um i feel like that would be a good time to do self-love stuff too especially with body acceptance mm. you know 
Brett and I are training for a very short run. <laughs> oh. We're doing a race where we run. It's not really a race, but where we run with goats at the nature center here. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, I that's why goats. I signed it up. Signed it up. That's why I signed us up. I signed it right up. Oh, that's so yeah. fun. How long? Yeah. It's a very short, like it's how short? three miles. Oh, so, that's, but that's a long way to run, though. Yeah. If you're I not mean, a runner. If you're not a runner. We've been training. Oh. We've been running. I ran five times this week already. Wow. I know. It's it's actually felt really good. But anyway, it's going to be on Sunday. But I'm just realizing that this is like a real, it's like good to do a race in tourist season. Right. Like connected to your body. Yeah. yeah. And with goats. And with I just goats. love that. So what? So the goats love running or they're just like happy you know, to run with people or? I don't. I hope so. I hope they're not like threatened <laughs> by us and that's why they, they run. They could be forced to do that. I yeah. Mean, it seems like they must like it. I think maybe they're just like around and then we're running. Like, so like goat yoga, this is an interesting trend mm, that has been happening, be. like could having be. goats nearby and then doing things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we live in the country where there's lots of goats. But, but I mean, it's been a thing. Yeah, like, you're right. I have, I mean, for a while now, I I saw goats like a couple years ago now at a, when I was doing a um, festival, like a... It was a, it was an herbal festival, and I was talking about flower magic. And at the farm where we were, there were goats, and they're just so great and magical yeah. and sweet. And the sounds they make and the way their yeah. little faces look like they're just so yeah. great. Brett really wants goats, oh. but I'm just like we we currently now have we just adopted out our foster kittens that you helped oh. me with. They went to a great home. Oh, they're good. so happy there now. We have three more. We just got. Oh wow! Yeah. They're, kittens. Yeah, so we have enough animals. There's so many animals. I'm like, we can't also have goats. I just can't do it. Uh, also, what if he dies? That is a parallel because I'm always wanting goats and Ted is never oh. wanting us to have go- I mean, right now we should not have goats. But yeah. I mean, I'm always like, someday I want a goat. Yeah. yeah. At least one goat, but probably they would want friends. Anyway. Yeah, usually they're in packs. Mm. I would yeah. need to learn all the things about goats. Also, pygmy goats are really cute. Have you seen them? Little tiny goats? Yeah. Our neighbor has, <sighs> well, they had them. And then, anyway, yeah, we may be getting goats to clear out part of our property because oh, it's so just you overgrown. Actually might get goats. No, we're, they have rent a goats. Oh, here. yes. Okay. I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can all go right, on. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, actually, that's it. I said oh, it all. Great. That's you practical said it magic. All. It's yeah. done. <laughs> all right. So, great. Let's do our housekeeping. So yes. you can find us on Instagram at Magic Monday Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Magic Monday Pod and the group Magic Monday Podcast listeners. Yes. And um, you can find me at Tess4444 on Instagram, on Twitter at Tess Whitehurst, on Facebook at Tess Whitehurst Author, on YouTube at Tess Whitehurst, and my website is TessWhitehurst.com. You know, I'm just realizing I just <laughs> how much I think about death with especially like with Greg, my cat, who's like my soulmate cat. He's going to be 16 on May 1st. We're going to have this party for him. Oh, and Beltane. Yeah. I like literally the whole every moment I'm with him. I'm like, don't die. <laughs> I look at his breathing. The reason I thought of this is because I just looked over at Ron and I was like, is he breathing? Like, Aww. But um, he is. 
Well, yes. and you've had to experience a lot of animal deaths. Well, in life. yeah. Well, because we have so many animals. Yeah. Um, and you know what? It turns out fine in the end, even though I do miss their physical bodies. We're in contact all the time. So but, of all the yeah. people that worry about death, I should be the last. But I mean, all people feel grief. Yeah. We yeah, all. It's, it's There's no way around it. There's not. No. You can't enlighten yourself enough to not feel grief. No. All right. Well, I'm going to be picking a card from Wisdom of the Hidden Realms by oh, Colette Baron Greed. I called her Colette Baron Greed, and I didn't mean it. As um. far as I know, she's not greedy. <laughs> I am drawing from the Magic of Flowers Oracle this week. Who who made that? I wrote it. I forgot oh, to say that. Thank you, you for asking. You wrote it. You wrote it. <laughs> I made this. And I'm working yeah. on another card deck right now, by the way. I'm so really excited. Exciting. Yeah. Very exciting. I picked the Rainbow Prince. Compensation oh. and Perseverance. Oh, okay. So when the Rainbow Prince appears as your ally, he reminds you about the law of compensation and the law of receiving. After the rainstorm you've endured on your journey, the Rainbow Prince brings you a pot of gold, which is the result of your using all the elements of your inner light and reaching into the sky until you touch the material realm from one end to the other. This isn't always an easy process and hard work must be rewarded with compensation. When you align yourself with the energy of giving the highest value, your compensation is inherent in the act itself. But the the message here is more than that. The Rainbow Prince says to keep your sights on the sky after the rainstorms that may have that may have upset your life. Follow your bliss to the pot of gold waiting for you. Perseverance pays off and your reward will be greater than you can imagine. Oh, so there is a parallel again. Yes, so this is yes. so. Would you say like that was about transmuting challenges into yes. blessings, like moving through, like acknowledging what you've learned, like knowing you can change things? Kind of. I like. feel like it's also what we again what we talked about with John, which was like, um, when you do your shadow work, you'll get the blessings will be yeah. there. Like you'll be paid off. You know, you will receive rewards for that. Right. Yeah. Like the rainbow after the storm. Well, yeah. Totally similar. I drew hydrangea, which is restructure the pattern. Mm. And this is, I feel like this might be aligned also with coming like to so much change with the, as we approach the end of quarantine, as so many people are getting vaccinated and stuff like maybe that, like that part of that is after this past year of going through so much craziness, not yeah. just quarantine or COVID, but so many things. Yeah. Um, okay, so Hydrangea, restructure the pattern. Like the priestess on the card, your strong magical ability and unwavering intention can remedy the situation immediately and create the quality of energetic momentum you desire. Remember that everything is energy, including your thoughts, feelings, and clear visualizations. By simply holding your intention in mind in the form of a feeling and a calm inner knowing, you can immediately transform any challenging energetic charge into a positive one. Do not doubt for a second your profound, divinely designed ability to affect changes on the quantum level and in the process to send ripples of positivity throughout the entire unified fields. I love it. All right. Well, have a wonderful week, everybody. Thank you for listening.
talented at segues. 